Welcome to Nairobi Chapel and Bakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. This month, Pastor Fred Oyola delves deep into the Great Commission in the Summon series, Go. John MacArthur, an American who has, uh, what is it, pastored his church for almost 50 years. 50 years. Uh, in his sermon, Baptism, a Matter of Obedience, he said that baptism is not, a particular, is not a particularly popular subject today. It is not of great interest in the evangelical community. It's been years since I've seen any new book written on baptism or any book emphasizing baptism or any series of messages or any preacher or teacher emphasizing baptism. The interest in baptism has sort of gone away. Sad to say, in many cases, it's amazing how many people who proclaim Christ and confess him have never been properly baptized. Imagine. Me, I think, by the time I was getting immersed, it was, I think, two, three years ago. I've been serving for years. Hopefully, by the end of today, you'll understand the importance of baptism. As we seek to answer the question of baptism and follow the Lord's command, we have to look at some basics. Was Jesus baptized? That's the question. And the answer is? Mm. Yes, well, he baptized you. And I could sprinkle you a He was. Last week, remember, we said that to make disciples, you must first become a disciple. I believe that is what Christ was doing. Allow me to read for us Matthew chapter 3. If you can turn there, Nisawa, but I'll read. Matthew 3, 13 to 17. Every time I read that, I'm always wondering why. He was the son of God. He was God, fully God, fully man. Why do the baptism anyway? To the point, remember the story. He comes to John, his cousin. He's like, boss, I need to get baptized. John is like, ha, ha, nah. He prank, Mr. Aki. You are, you are Christ. Why are you coming to me asking for baptism? I should be baptized by you, John Alimambia. Jesus Alimambia, eh, eh, imagine... You're here to fulfill all righteousness. We have to do this to fulfill it. But there's some things you have to tell us about this baptism. I have never looked into why Jesus had to be baptized until this sermon series came. Then I was like, hmm, now we have to do some study. Jesus had nothing to repent of. He had no sin. It was as if John said to Jesus, I need your spirit fire baptism. Not my water baptism. That was, that's what John was doing. It wasn't that this one act in itself fulfilled all righteousness. No. It was another important step in the overall mission of Jesus to identify with fallen and sinful man. He had to identify with us. So that is why he had to be baptized. A mission, this mission would only finally be fulfilled at the cross. He identified with us on the baptism place up to the cross. In baptism, he confessed as his own sins that he had not committed. Think about that. He had no sin. But you know, in baptism, if you know the process, I forfeit all the day, day, day. I accept Christ as my Savior. Day, day, day. By this confession, I'm now baptized. I baptize you in the name of the Father. He confessed sins he didn't have. I'm saying all of this to just simply tell us that baptism is very important. If Christ did it, then we must. Because remember how it ended at the end of all of this. 
God, we are told the heavens opened. God's voice comes down and tells everyone there, Jesus included, this is my son. In him I am well pleased. Why say he's pleased? Because of the thing he's just done. He's gone there, gotten baptized, and then he tells people, guys, this you must follow. God acknowledges with an approval of, and even sends the Holy Spirit, remember, and he sets on him like a dove. That in itself tells me this thing is very important. Very important. What is baptism? I looked at the definition of baptism in Kacheka Kidogo Qua Dictionary. It says, it's the Christian religious rite of sprinkling water. Dictionary in a same evil, see me, Sinigalin Kanon gave by. Onto a person's forehead or immersing them in water, symbolizing purification or regeneration and admission to the Christian church. In many denominations, it's performed on young children and accompanied by name giving. A Christian sacrament, another definition, marked by a ritual use of water and admitting the recipient to the Christian community. Yes, Mbai. Another one, a non Christian, a non Christian rites using water for ritual purification. That's what it says. Another one, the purification of a person by or submergence in spirit. That's a spirit one. An act, finally, experience or ordeal by which one is purified, sanctified, initiated or named. The biblical definition though, and I, I know you've heard of this, it is an outward act, outward, physical, that symbolizes the inward phenomenon of coming and accepting Jesus Christ as real, as God incarnate, as a sacrificial means by which those who believe in him can be forever reconciled to God. Can you imagine if I always walked around without a ring? Nani meoa. You know that laugh explains something. We know what you're doing. Nana. The symbol of the ring does not say Ati, I'm committed in marriage. It is a symbol of marriage. The symbol of salvation is baptism. Spiritual symbol. Christ commanded it because he knew it is a sign that will not only help us but help the world. It is a sign for us. I hope you can begin to understand that. There are some things I'll, I'll share Kidogo to help us understand that. But that's all it is. Number one, some five things to note about this symbol. A, a baptism is a symbol of salvation, not the means. Basically, we don't get born again by being baptized. That is not. The act of baptism does not save anyone. You are not saved because you are baptized. You are saved because you accepted Christ in your heart, confessed him, and have faith in the eternal life that he provides. Baptism is simply a symbol. Number two, baptism is a symbol of cleansing from sin, not the means of cleansing. Same thing. No ritual, even in the Old Testament, confers forgiveness of sins apart from the faith and repentance of the one doing the ritual. Number three, baptism is a symbol of our total identification with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. It is a, trans, a transliteration of the Greek word baptisma, 
and some related word which means to deep or immerse. We go down as he went down into the grave and we rise up as he rose and went to heaven. That is the symbol, the spiritual symbol of it. Never forget that. Since the object dipped or immersed became totally identified with the substance in which it was dipped, the idea of identification is central to the meaning of the words. We have to identify with that. Water baptism by immersion symbolizes the fact that when we believed, we were totally identified with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. Number four, baptism is a symbol of Baptism is a symbol of our identification with the church. You know, I believe so much that in 2019, the idea of the church in what the church is. We assume the church is a building. So that's where we congregate. But the church is actually the body of saints, the body of believers. Whether you choose to meet bypass that's the church. Five, baptism should be restricted only to believers. Because we are guys who have accepted Christ, or if you've accepted him, the next stage then is baptism. To make disciples of all nations. How do you make disciples? Do they accept Jesus? Ah, next, baptize them. You know, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. If you cannot accept the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, baptism cannot happen. So, swali then ni. Why do sincere godly believers argue for infant baptism? The main support for infant baptism is the correlation between circumcision in the Old Testament and baptism in the New. You know, for circumcision, it was after eight days. And so, for some reason, guys assumed that baptism is the same. Back in the day, anyway, how that thing started. It was a kid is born, una circumcision, and you're part of the Israelite nation. The chosen people. So they went with that rule. Yeah, okay, you know, guys, this is how we get accepted into the body, into the family. And so they assumed baptism must be the same. But it is not. Because remember, circumcision was for male only. No wonder we hate FGM with passion, with a passion. But now we come to a place where Christ and the uh uh, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Gender outside the window. One of the things you must accept about Jesus is, is he opened is he, is he opened up salvation and the kingdom of God to all of us. Ladies can be baptized, men can be baptized. Remember that as the reason behind baptism. Number one, Mesema, what baptism is. Number two. Baptism is an act of obedience to Jesus Christ who commanded it. It is the first step of discipleship. You have to Number three, every believer in Jesus Christ should be baptized. Sanaji repeated. But now, kuna questions. Number one, how long after one has believed should you wait to be baptized? It is immediately and in any body of water. I another question. How old should believing children be before they are baptized? It depends on the maturity of the child. What maturity? Spiritual maturity. Do they understand Jesus? Remember we said the condition for baptism is salvation. So do they know who Jesus is? Should a person who was baptized as an infant or before he truly believed be rebaptized? The answer is yes. When they got baptized before, they never knew. But now, because of spiritual maturity, 
when they understand again what it is all about, it is good to rebaptize them. We are told in scripture, Acts 19.1-5, Paul encountered some men who had been baptized by John the Baptist, but never knew of the Holy Spirit or Jesus. Paul rebaptized them. Uh, guys, I think you don't know what this baptism is all about. John was not just doing something to help you be this believer. Uh -uh, no. Or someone who knows God. He was actually instituting something that will help the body of Christ. Finally then, baptism matters. Number one, it matters in your relationship to God. Why? It's a command. Make disciples. Baptize them. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Baptize them. Why? To Mesema, the sign. It is a sign for us. It tells the Lord that you love him and you're willing to obey him. Number two, it matters to the church. Remember what I said before? Baptism is a mark for those of us who belong to the body of Christ. It's like going to the maternity ward where you look through a window at all those new little lives. It fills you with joy and hope over the miracle of new life. It encourages us to see the transforming power of the gospel. Even if you're not a recent convert, you owe it to us. Your obedience will encourage us, the rest of us watching, to obey. Number three, baptism matters to those outside the church. Remember, it is a sign, an outward sign. So what happens is when others see what you're doing, it triggers stuff in them. Like, why? What's going on? What is baptism? Why are they going down? Why are they... Why, are they, why do they have to be immersed? Why are they coming up? Why are they repeating those things? Why are they saying, by your confession? What confession? It is a very good way of evangelizing. I hope you can all see how important baptism is. It is very important. Very important. Jesus being the good disciple, he showed us how. Then commanded us to do the same. Please remember. Baptism is an outward symbol and confession of the inward reality of saving faith in Jesus Christ. Baptism is a first step of discipleship, which is an act of obedience to Jesus Christ who commanded it. Every believer in Jesus Christ, including spiritually mature children, should immediately be baptized. Baptism really matters to God, to the church, and to those outside the church. Jesus Christ had no sin Yet he confessed and repented as a sinful man, got baptized, and God was so pleased. This showed us how important baptism was and still is to the believer. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Seasons Airport Hotel, opposite Nyayo Estate Gate D.